When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Oh boy, oh boy. For anyone wanting to pick me up for their Sunday night, Monday morning, whenever you listen to this, I finished this round with an 877. Pending final updates, I think the last couple of games are still to go, but 877, I thought I was having an absolute mare, didn't even bother checking how it was going. Zero out of 10 leagues, uh, head-to-head games that I've lost. I did win my draft leagues, there is that. Uh, obviously, the Cowboys going down in Golden Point and the unlosable game statistically, that was also fun. But yeah, geez, an absolute mare from my own. My little boys over the weekend. But anyway, that's that's me. I'm sure I'm looking around. There's a lot of other big scores. Some big name players, big owned, highly owned players going all right. Bit of a bounce back in a few of them. Uh, Tony Staggs. Jeez, we'll talk about him. But wow. We did say it was coming and we always knew it. Same with Dave Fafita. Here it is. 100 plus points for those guys. So across the board, players I didn't own tended to do pretty well and players that I did not so well. But anyway, we get all into it. The usual round five wrap here. We got the Rockers, Floppers, Shockers, Trade, Fail, Injury News, Suspensions, and we'll go through the game by game. And Manic Minutes, uh, it's been a long week. I'm not feeling the greatest right now. I uh, got a trip out to Dolby as well very, very early tomorrow morning. So if I do sound a little bit flat, it's not just the Cowboys on my own shitty Supercoach team. It is, uh, it's been a big weekend. Uh, so a lot of celebrating going on as well. Good wedding. Shout out Tommy Stoy. Uh, one of my good mates get married over the weekend. Very, very nice. Uh, got up on the dance floor, cut and shapes. Quickly forgot the Cowboys result on Friday afternoon. So nonetheless, big week. Let's get into it with the rocker of the round. This one was very, very hard to split. And I, I can't at this point going through. There's some guys that we'll talk about that had seemingly inflated scores. And that might, might just be me as a non-owner. Uh, getting a little bit salty, but who knows? Uh, I'm talking about Dave Fafita and Nico Hines. Some points that are coming out of absolute unicorn asses there. But anyway, the, the guys I've given it to from the same game on a Friday night, Joey Manu, 104 points, and Katoni Staggs for the Broncos, as we said. A game that he was desperately in need of. I think like a lot of super coaches, I've got rid of him. Uh, anyone that's held the faith, you were rewarded because you could see it was coming. And it finally did, so good on you. Uh, but those two guys, Manu, two tries, seven busts, two line breaks, Stags, a try, two line breaks, 14 busts. It was a very high-scoring game for them on Friday night, and I think, yeah, it just goes to show the cream slowly rising to the top with some of these super coach players, particularly in that center wing. It's a bit of a lottery at times, but couldn't split them. Uh, we'll have to do it for my article a bit later, but I don't know, I'll probably give it to Manu because he's not a Bronco. But uh, nonetheless, very good effort by both of those guys. Uh, speaking of not so good efforts, 
Wow. Yeah, it's flopper of the week time. And this guy was in it from round one, I believe. Cody Walker, 10 points. He was slowly building, I think, in the last couple of weeks before this. Had a couple of 50s, did score a try in both of those games. But this uh, Saturday night against the Dragons, he was absolutely nowhere to be seen. Just when you think the, the Rabbitohs were turning a corner, they won the game, but it was all on the back of Cody, uh, Damian Cook. So if you look at them, Lachlan Ilias a bit more involved as well. Cody Walker, surprisingly surplus to requirements at the moment, but 10 points. This is a guy who's in the 500Ks and fallen big time, has already shed 150K off his starting price and going south. 75 break even heading into this game. Uh, no tries just to speak of for his first five games of the year. It's unheard of for Cody Walker. He needs a big kick up the backside. And I don't know, there's a few fallen guns that we might be keeping our eye on because surely a guy of his caliber, I know there's talk about Reynolds being gone and that's hurting him, but Cody Walker 10, you just wouldn't read about it. There you go. Uh, shocker of the week. Oh, did you see that? This guy is pretty well, well, he's much maligned. The poor old Corey Oates for the Brisbane Broncos, but 102 points on Friday night, three tries for him. Good to see him in the, uh, well, in the plus side of things. He's usually, yeah, he's on highlight reels for all the wrong sort of things. His hands are not that handy at the best of times, but in this game, it was a couple of really good tries by him there. But Corey Oates, 102, I feel like he scored a couple of good, uh, decent scores so far this season, but yeah, very hot and cold. But uh, Corey Oates out of nowhere against the Chooks, the might of the Chooks. There you go. Uh, speaking of hot and cold, there they are, the Chooks themselves. Trade fail of the week. I'll play this one. Yeah, really need to upgrade the soundboard, Dino. But trade fail, we did talk about it on the SC report on Tuesday night uh, with myself, Lakey, and our new guy to the pod, Matty West, Matt Mobster. Uh, shout out to his band. Uh, but yeah, trade fail of the week. Anyone who traded out Taylor May. So we saw this during the week. We thought this has to be a G up. Someone's gotten hold of their mate's super coach sides and they're just uh, playing silly buggers. But uh, even with the news that came out during, was it Thursday? I think Wednesday, Thursday, about Taylor May being charged with assault. We did see that the NRL was not likely to ban him for this round. So it did make no sense whatsoever to get rid of this guy, particularly with this break even being what it is. Then he goes on to score 81 or whatever it was this afternoon. But people trading him out, uh, there was about 10 or so. Some of them traded him out to Sua Falongo for the Storm. Never heard of him. Saliva Havili and James Roberts, uh, all three of those guys didn't even play this round. So whoever's doing that, not sure what the go is. Uh, maybe you jumped the gun with that assault charge, but you've just missed about $5 billion in Supercoach cash. So better luck next year. All right, let's get into the news for the round, the injuries, suspensions, and HIAs. Well, the injury is my pride with a 877, as you can imagine, but it's not all about me. I'll, I'll bounce back, maybe. Need to get rid of quite a few players. But anyway, injuries. Latrell, the big talking point from the round. A hammy for him, possibly two, if not more, weeks, two to four is the initial prognosis, but didn't look good for him. Only lasted about 15 minutes. Got the early try, so, you know, it was looking very handy. And I know there's been some talk about him as being a potential option. Uh, Teddy, obviously a big flop this week. Didn't make the flopper of the week. But again, Teddy's been a bit hot and cold. A guy like Latrell uh, coming back into the bunnies has been doing some good things. But yeah, horrible news for him, two to four weeks. Wonga Blake in the Eels game, he did his knee, TBA. There's unfortunately going to be a lot of TBAs here because there's not a lot of wash-up coming through for these guys. But Wonga Blake done his knee. Dom Young, uh, this probably sets the scene for my round, so I'm going to talk about me again. Uh, I was at the pub, had the game on in the background, wasn't following it too closely. Check my uh, Supercoach app, saw Dom Young on 43. I thought, how good's this? Flick back on 10 minutes later, they've taken the try off him and he's gone. 
he's uh, hobbled off the field with a knee injury. So in the space of you know ten minutes, there's my uh, round getting off to an absolute mare. Didn't get better from there. There you go. Hudson Young did his toe prior to the game was ruled out. Matty Tomoko, uh, some I think a knee to the back for the Raiders as well. Didn't see a lot of game time. Jamal Mamasia in that Thursday night game, dislocated elbow, and Marty Tapao hurt his neck in the same game. So, yeah, not a good night for the injury front, but uh, not as extensive a list as we've seen previously. So, I mean, yeah, Latrell, obviously the, the the big one there, but a few other guys, unfortunate uh, fortunate injuries for them. HIAs, not too many to go around in terms of people that didn't get cleared. Griffin Neem and Nat Butcher, the two that didn't so far this round. So, yeah, yeah Nat Butcher's probably the more... Supercoach relevant one there for now, but gave Angus Crichton a bit more minutes out there than he would normally get. Uh, didn't do much with it, but Nat Butcher's been a, a not a revelation. He's always been a good player, but playing big minutes out there on that edge. Uh, so unfortunate for him, went off Phil 45 minutes in and didn't make it back. But uh, yeah, no other ones that didn't make it back on the park. Zach Lomax was HIA with about five to go, but nothing really doing there. As was Penasini for the Eels with I think a couple of minutes. So yeah, didn't make it back on the park, but hopefully... Nothing too serious there. Suspensions. Uh, this one was a little bit controversial. Joseph Paulo, one to two games, had a mate in a group chat. Hanlon uh, blowing up big time a deluxe on this one because, yeah, obviously a Paulo owner uh, and not happy with the sin bin in this one. And then also to come out and get the uh, one to two game suspension, you'd imagine they'd fight it. But, gee, shoulder, no matter what, to the head, it's not going to uh, come down nicely for them. And that's certainly what happened for Paulo here. But, Brimson staying on, that was a bit of a you know contentious one as well. So a fair bit of fire in that uh, Eels game. None, geez, none more so than some of the tackling by the security guards. In the Titans game, the security guard floored the woman that ran on the field. And then in this afternoon's game, the Sharks and Tigers had like a guy with a flare on, somehow didn't get tackled. And then in the same like two minutes, had a guy and his mate run onto the field as well and clean up a security guard. So, I mean, it's all happened here. I don't know. I'm sure Buzz and the, the boys will be banging on about this for four hours on 360 tomorrow night. But, uh, yeah, interesting ones. And Montoya, Marcelo Montoya, uh, yeah, unrepeatable slur, I guess you'd call it, in the game against the Cows. So straight to the judiciary for him. Dropping the F-bomb, thought we were a bit ahead of that. But uh, there we go. We'll see what is thrown his way. All right, let's get into the game by game. I'm holding in, still going. What have we got? 10 minutes in. Let's keep going. Curdy Man top scored for the Knights in their game against Manly with 49. So I guess that shows how good the Knights went. Uh, yeah, Dom Young scored about that much in the first 10 minutes and the, or 20 minutes, whatever it was, and then had it taken off him. So there you go. It didn't get better for me or the Knights in that one. But Kurt Mann, yeah, geez, not a good, uh, not a good night out. You got Frizzell not scoring great either. So yeah, really, Knights need a, uh, need a pick me up, just like I do. Uh, Ola Kawatu for Manly, on the other hand, great night out for him. Had a try with a line break and about 50 points in base. So one of those guys that's been bandied about a bit as a second row forward option and doing pretty good things. Is that a, I wouldn't say scratchy, he's probably been one of the more consistent guys in that position, but a really good night for him on this one. Ponga, he scored 43, which means he has an average of around 33 so far this year. Did have an injury or HIA-affected game a couple of rounds ago, and he did have an HIA that he came back from in this one. But again, like Cody Walker, you just wonder, like they're showing nothing at the moment, but we do have to keep their our eyes on them. Possible buy down the track if they ever get back into form. Ponga, definitely. With all that contract talk, he does need to do some stuff out there. Minutes-wise, Dom Young, 20. 
Obviously didn't come back from that knee injury and TBC for him with his return. Chris Randall again with 80 minutes, as did Kurt Mann, uh, 80 with those injuries. Uh, Marty Tapao just 22 minutes with his uh, yeah unfortunate neck injury. Big one here, Warriors and Cowboys was a high-scoring affair. 25-24, Warriors getting the job done. Shout out, Anton. Uh, Aitken, Ewan Aitken, 94, and Josh Curran, 92, reaping the benefits of some pretty awful Cowboys defense. Uh, that Jaden Nicarima try, one of the worst I've ever seen in my life. Uh, sorry, Cody Nicarima. Uh, literally under eight stuff. Yeah, as a Cowboys fan, we have gone backwards. Not good to see, but uh, for Supercoach, anyway, it doesn't matter. Ewan Aitken and Josh Curran reaping the benefits. So, I mean, for Curran, it was a good effort from him. He was back at lock for most of the game, uh, did shift to the edge a little bit, but lock is where he scores his points. A lot of base uh, for both of those guys, actually. Uh, 37 tackles for Aiken, 46 for Curran. So, unfortunately, a couple of misses by Curran weren't ideal, but uh, by the by, he's they've scored big, so happy to have both of those guys. A guy for us, actually, Ruben Cotter. I've slept on him. I, you know, he's chopped and changed where, whether he's starting or whether he's on the bench, uh, depending on whatever the coach wants to do with Lolo in a given week. Come back from injury. He scored 62, 55, and a 71 here. Actually had his first uh, attacking stat with that line break so far in uh, in this game. So really good to see for him. Definite option. He had a break even of four, so he's going to go up quite a bit in price. But going forward, I mean, he's not punching out huge minutes so he's, he's not hit more than 60 in his three games so far. So has a lot more to give, but I really like what he does out there. Great live wire kind of player. It was a horrible injury to him last year that kept him out. So I'm glad to see him back for the cows and doing good things. So just need to see some consistency with where he's named. But regardless, he's still doing well, whether it's bench or starting. He was lock starting here. So great to see for anyone that jumped on. Quite a few people. Uh, Lakey and Wenon, I think, have both jumped on. So well done, boys. Give your love to that cowboy man. Uh, Tommy Dearden keeps on keeping on with 64 points, opening the scoring with a try. Low score just four, uh, 59 from his first five games. I had no idea where this came from. We thought Tommy Dearden, Chad Townsend, not a lot of points to come there. Uh, but at least Tommy Dearden doing great things. He's got his confidence there. Anyone that jumped on for a cash grab now has to consider whether you hold on to him for the time being. Uh, we do have an okay sort of run, I think, in the next uh, few weeks. So for now, anyway, Dearden doing good things. So well done to anyone. As well, that jumped on. Peter Hiku, 35, and Jeremiah Nano, 30. Uh, Hiku, for me, I, I had him as he was 56, I think, after this game. Had a triasis taken off him. That was just the flavor of my week. There you go. Nano, again, a, a down week for him. So, I don't know. He's been a little bit too hot and cold. May have done his dash. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. He has just signed his contract, so we all know how that normally ends up for these sort of guys. But uh, would hope, given his, uh, his, he's an 80-minute player, Got a lot of faith in him, so we'll see. Hopefully a big bounce back against the Raiders next week. And Taumalolo chugging along at 63, but anyone watching him knows he's just not the same player he once was. But for now, anyway, he's much, I'm sure, not the uh, highest of priorities in terms of trade-outs. For the minutes, AFB 47 in his return from injury. A really weird try that he gave to us, but thanks anyway for Noah Blake. Uh, Josh Curran, full game at lock, did move to the edge for parts. Lolo, 63 minutes, and Cotter, 49. Another good game for Supercoach Broncos and the Roosters. All the points in the centres, as we said, with the two Rockers of the week. Stags, 108, and Manu, 104. Not much else to say for them, but thousands of trade-outs for Stags this week. 
Um, I mean, I've got, I got rid of him a couple of weeks ago. He was just doing nothing. So many errors in his game. But the proviso was that we knew this game would come. He still looked good in patches. He still made well, near breaks, near setting up tries, that kind of thing. The combination with him at Cobo is still a work in progress. But I thought there was enough there to suggest this wasn't far away. And that's what's happened here. But I think, you know, you've got to see a bit more from him going forward. And maybe this is the catalyst for some confidence coming back to him. Uh, he did look a little bit out of sorts, as we said, but maybe a game like this where he steamrolled poor old Paul Momorowski, he is going to have his handprint in his chest for weeks to come. Uh, yeah, really not not a good one for own or previous owners, but again, that was the risk we took. Uh, 368 tradeouts went to Xavier Coates this round. So I actually traded Coates in, another great uh, point by me this week, but 368 trading out stags to Coates. It's almost a 100-point turnaround. That will hurt. Uh, Walker, Sam Walker had a much-needed 87, a try, assist, and three goals. So a little bit of a bounce back for him. The less said about his partner, Luke Keary, the better 14. Jeez, you definitely didn't want to land on the Keary train when you were gone, tossing up between those two guys at the start of the year, if that was the case. Payne Haas, a solid one with a 74, mostly base from him. And then Teddy, geez, not a great effort from him. If you captained him, you know, you, you're probably in, in the down in the dumps on Friday night, but then Pappenhausen didn't do that much better either. So 28 from Teddy, really uninvolved. Strange one. I, I didn't know. Normally he's pretty good at Suncorp. He loves playing the Broncos as well. But again, just a, a weirdly low score. And this season's had a few of them. Two busts, one offload, the only things he did all night. Minutes one, minutes front, uh, Payne Haas 70 and Kobe Hetherington just 41. So some talk about Hetherington in that lock position there. He was starting this week, whether he might be a play, but yeah, that's that's very low minutes. 45 for Nat Butcher as well with that HIA. Last one before the break, Raiders and Storm. This was an interesting one. Good to see him out in Wagga Wagga. Big crowd there. Uh, Harry Grant giving away basically all the gear to the kids after the the game. I don't know who'd want the sweaty old socks, but there you go. The kids will cherish that one for, for life. Good to see. Jerome Hughes, top scorer in this one with 91, courtesy of two tries. So the, the one he scored late in the piece to basically put the game to bed was unreal. Uh, he's done a few of those throughout his time there. Always think back, like, Cowboys had this guy in their, in their ranks at the time, as I think the Titans did as well. But, again, he's just gone strength to strength at the Storm. Good to see for him. Cam Munster as well ba- bounced back from a pretty ordinary game against the Dogs last week. Just like Hughes was surplus to requirements. He had Pappenhausen out there doing uh, what he does. He had Xavier Coates at that time as well, killing it. But this round, it was all through the halves, so... Cam Munster, big bounce back game from him. I'm sure a lot of disappointed owners, but again, cream rises to the top in this game. It always does. Four busts for him, two try assists. So good to see for Cam Munster and his owners. <clears throat> Harry Grant, still the premier dummy half, despite Damian Cook showing a bit of life in his game. We'll get into him a bit later. But uh, yeah, Harry Grant, very, very good. Just kills it every single week. Uh, so impossible to tackle. Um, yeah, what more can you say? He's just the, the talk about him is that he's the best player in the game in a pretty tough position. It's hard to argue. Look at the impact he has, the influence he has on this side. Unreal. But Harry Grant again, get him into into your super coach side if you don't have him already. Josh King, brilliant again, lots of base and a line break try assist. So he's put on a few attacking stats. He's a big minute prop slash lock. Uh, again, played big minutes here as we get into. But Josh King just firming himself as a pretty safe play as your second to Payne Haas, if that's the way you're running it, in your front row. But 
Uh, I think the the talk was that he'll get dual positioning from next week. So when they bring that in, he will go to second row, front row forward. But I don't think you need to move him down to second row. Uh, it's pretty stacked in talent there. But front row for now, doing great things. Thank you very much, Joshy. Brad Schneider proving a very handy play, actually. We thought this might be a down game, but again, backing up some pretty solid outings with 65. Has the cows this week as well. So didn't score a try assist or a try or anything like that. Just doing it in uh, mostly base and, and, you know, bits and pieces. Got a good kicking boot on him as well. So Schneider currently doing good things for our cash rises. Xavier Coates, well, I traded him in. I've done him, done him, uh, yeah. Unfortunate one there, but 15 was very well handled all game. A frustrating one. They kicked pretty well to him. They manned up really well, missed a lot of tackles. Not uh, not much doing out there, and I think it might have coincided with the fact that Pappenhausen was very, very quiet on his own. Pappy, 39 points. The points dried up big time once he went off for an HIA. Anyone that saw it, that uh, it was a pretty nasty old effort. Copped a bit of friendly fire from Brandon Smith trying to save a tackle. I didn't think, given this history, he would actually make it back out. He did, thankfully, but uh, yeah, really didn't do much from there. So I think a lot of people would have jumped on him for captaincy this week. I think he had a 25% or so, which is slightly more than he did last week. I captained him. There you go. That's why I got 877. But uh, yeah, unfortunate timing with that HIA, despite making it back. It was a strange one. But yeah, the combinations just fell away. Xavier Coates, obviously not getting much ball out there, given it was all going through Munster and Hughes. Uh, 37 of, of Pappy's 39 points from his try and goals. So backing up a break from Munster, I think it was, uh, to score early and then kicking a few, I think five goals, five. So uh, yeah, outside of that, really didn't do much. Strange old game. Hopefully he's okay in the wash up. Brandon Smith, very ineffective as well with just 21. He's mixing roles at the moment, uh, playing prop and a bit of hooker. So yeah, not really sure what to make of B Smith at this stage. Strange old year for him. Minutes-wise, Grant, 69, did sit out the last 10 minutes with Brandon Smith, who got 36 mins, coming on for the final 10. Josh King punched out 68, very good stint from him, came back a second time, so subbed him off for Tepai Moroa a couple of times, but uh, looked very good in his efforts out there. The, the players were all full of praise for him as well, which is great to see. All right, let's take a quick break and come back to do the last four games. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Alrighty, next off the rank, Rabbitohs and Dragons. This one was a scrap fest from start to finish. Pretty horrible weather in Sydney, I understand. Uh, might as well live in Brisbane, but... 
pretty horrible weather it didn't lead or lend itself to a lot of good point scoring opportunities here from two sides pretty desperate Damien Cook brought the game to life early with a, a run that led to a try it looked fantastic out there finished uh, with I think an 85 didn't write the score down lucky me uh, now has a three round average of around 77 so again we, we talk about Grant bringing the standout hooker and he still is but really might be worth considering the, the dual premier hooking combination of Grant and Cook uh, in the rundown, maybe post-Origin. We know Cook will play for the Blues and miss a bit of time, as will Grant, so maybe you need some backup there for the buy rounds. But uh, maybe once Chris Randall has done his dash for the Knights, he's, he's doing okay for now, but maybe once he's sort of plateaued, we start to look at maybe that combination. So keep my eye on Cook. Hopefully he doesn't go gangbusters. Um, keep saying it, but Zach Lomax, 62 points here, just one goal. So no tries, it's nothing like that, no tries. He's just continuing to put on good scores despite the Dragons being basically trash. Uh, for a center wing, that's, that's huge. And a guy that goal kicks, we always say that's, you know, adds eight, 10, 12 points around, but the Dragons are just not scoring at the moment. So he's not even getting the benefit of that, but he's still punching out, uh, scores. So he hasn't gotten one below 50. So far this season, price below 550k. I think there's you know, maybe not the attacking flair that some of the other guys like, you know, Stags and Manu, as we've talked about, have. But I really like a guy with that kind of floor. I think he just looks a safe play week in, week out. Um, who else we got? Not much else really doing for this game. Lachlan Ilias, a decent score of 39. Not doing as well as Brad Schneider, but we'll still keep the cash rolling if you got both of those guys backing up. Cody Walker, as we said, flopper of the week, abysmal once again. No tries this all year. It's been a very, very strange season so far for him. It really needs to kick uh, himself into gear. Has shared 154K prior to this round. So with a big drop coming as well, he had a 75 break even heading into this game. It's going to go south again. So, geez, we could see him in the 400s, low 400s, if he doesn't turn this around. Minutes-wise, Jai Arrow, Cam Murray, 58 and 65, respectively, from them. Decent hitouts. Arrow had that early try assist as well with an offload or line break assist. It was in the end, but uh, good good shine from him. Cam Murray, bit of controversy. Again, I own this guy, so it's probably what happened, but scored a try, looked for all, well, maybe not for all money. It was a bit scrappy, but a uh, bit of conjecture about whether he was actually um, obstructed or the defensive line was obstructed. Amano made a pretty awful defensive decision, and uh, Murray just bounced over and scored. They took it off him. Uh, why not? Another player that I have with tries getting taken off. But anyway, sour grapes. Uh, Amono, him, as we just talked about, came on for 25 minutes and set up a try at the end. So he was a, a pretty urgent sell, given he's now back to the bench, coming on to fill in at uh, deputy dummy half. But he did score, well, one try assist. Uh, what did he finish on? I mean, it was nothing too special. With a 65 break even, you sort of just wanted him to, to stem the flow. 31 he finished on so he's still going to lose a little bit of cash or a fair bit so hopefully you traded him out already as i know a lot of people did titans and eels ended up a a pretty decent game it was looking like the eels would run away with it early but titans to their credit fought back so in the end a pretty close game 26 20 despite being relatively unsighted apart from one big run dave Fafida has somehow uh been upgraded 30 points to a mammoth 107 where the effing hell this came from, I don't know. I'm a non-owner, so don't even bother asking me. But uh, hence the poor week that I have just exacerbated with rubbish like that. But nonetheless, it's, he's a guy that we we did say this was coming. He hadn't scored a try before this round and steamrolled over some smaller guys, dived over in the corner, contentious put down as well. But anyway, 107, great to see for, for him bouncing back. We just know all he needs is ball. 
Uh, every time he runs, he seemingly uh, looks dangerous, but Titans, for whatever reason, just not getting it to him. So instead, he just picked it up from dummy half, did it all himself. So anyway, th- you got to do what you got to do out there. Well done for owners sticking the faith. Um, some Eels big guns scored really well in this game. Gutho, King Gutho, 97 with two tries. So another fullback alternative. Mitch Moses, I did write him off, uh, but he scored 90 here with three assists, a heap of goals as well. But I don't know. Maybe it is his year. I don't know. It's a, it's always tough to get a read on Moses. Early days, seemingly flat-track bully, but in a, in a pretty tight game here, I thought he did step up, so good to see for him. Ryan Madison, 86, benefited out of try, and he benefited from Sean Lane being scratched as well. So I'm not sure what the go is. Maddo's been on the bench. He's been out of the side. He's been in the starting side. Just, I don't know. I don't know where he, where he finds his feet, but for now, 80 minutes on the edge there. Killed it. Isaiah Papali, another big game from him, 80 with a try assist, a few offloads. Benefited from a yeah really big start to the game, all those Eels guys. So did hold on in the end. And IPAP, a really good alternative in your front row as well. Guy that I'm keeping an eye on. Unfortunately, don't have the cash to, to bring him in, but I think by the end of the year, you're going to want this guy and he's a monster. Um, who else have we got? The banner might have just gotten to Dylan Brown slightly here. Finished D Brown, finished with 56 he scored a try and set one up, but they were both from kicks. So again, you're not getting the line break points out of those. But uh, 56 points in a in a well, in a game where you scored five tries, I think it was. Yeah, they, they might have been helping, hoping for more, as there were a lot of new owners this week. But uh, again, he just looks dangerous out there. He's a tough watch as a non-owner. I think yeah, there's something there to him this year. If I was, I still reckon he's more more of a buyer than Mitch Moses is. But that's just my view. We'll see how that pans out for the rest of the year. Uh, Toby Sexton, the other one from the Titans, is yeah, his time in my side is just about done. Had a, another miserable score here with 22. Uh, tough watch. He was missing a few goals, just couldn't get anything going. It's all going through Brimson at the moment. He looks like he's just settled in nicely and Sexton's going the wrong way. So you're going out the door in my side, I think, buddy. Minutes-wise, uh, the big bad Bryce Carter at the Cardi Party got 51 courtesy of Wonga Blake's injury. So, um, yeah, a bit of a – he's a meme super coach player, but uh, that's M-E-M-E. But, yeah, for now, doing good things with the, with the para-eels. Sunday's game, Sharks and Tigers. The poor old Tigers, well, I don't know how long Madge can last, but another miserable outing from them. All the Sharks in this game. Hines, 116, all over his DNA, all over the game once more. Two try assists, 40, 23 line break assists. Uh, very hard to bring down. Wasn't his running game, but he was just crafty, crafty all game. So there you go. Did want to ask this, though. Maybe someone can reach out and, and you know, let us know. But I remember the rule used to be back in the day, anytime you put a 40-20 kick in and the defensive side hit it out, or, you know, they they take the ball and then fall into touch or knock it on and it goes out, the, the player wouldn't get the 40-20. Uh, the, I don't know, maybe NRL.com scores it that way, but I did see that Hines kept his one in this game here for Supercoach anyway, even though the Tigers took it out themselves. In, in my view, like as a non-owner, would love to see that taken off of him, but it's good to see. I think, I swear it used to be rural where it was the other way. You wouldn't get awarded it if that was the case, but for Supercoach anyway, good to see that that might have been fixed. So there you go. Anyone reach out to let me know. We'll see in the wash-up with scores anyway how that pans out. But again, 116. Um, just not sure if he'll keep one or both of those triasses, but I'm sure he will because I don't own him. Uh, does need to get his goal-kicking radar right. Missed three of six in this game here. Pretty tough ones, but again, uh, hurts points-wise, although you still scored 116, so can't complain. Uh, again, the Sharks' backline all over this one. So Will Kennedy, 90, Katoa, 88, Mulatalo, 77, Ramian, 75. The only sort of down one was Talakai. 
who got 54. Um, did some handy uh, efforts out on that edge. So, you know, passed the last ball for one or two tries, I think it was. Um, good offload. He only got five busts uh, pre-updates, but again, he was a very, very safe buyer to call it out. On Tuesday's pod, he had a huge negative break even. Um, still doing good things out there for the Sharks and a 54 is very solid. Unfortunately, can't park him in his center wing like we could in previous years. But anyway, we'll see how that change pans out in the rounds to come. And for the Tigers, Luciano, the only one you'd feed again. Uh, 55, I am glad he is coming to the boys, although the cows. Although I just don't know where he fits in with Nanai, Luki, uh, even Gilbert. So anyway, interested to see 2023. But for now, he's the real shining light for the Tigers in a pretty dismal, dim season for them once more. Tuolungi, again, a disrupted game. The poor bloke cannot catch a break. He was uh, off only briefly with an HIA. Uh, but scored only 35. So the Tigers, I don't know. I don't know where they go from here. They're poor old fans. They copped it during the week. In our unpopular opinion of the week piece as well, Matty West fired off at them. But, yeah, very tough game again to watch for the Tigers. They were awful. Minutes-wise, Tuolangi, as we said, 67 cleared with an HIA. Britton Acora, 60, so taken off with about 20 to go. Teague Wilton, well, I wouldn't say popular, but has some interest about him in Supercoach, given his starts at second row each week. 66 minutes, cleared an HIA for him as well. Last game of the round before I can go to bed. Uh, Dogs and Panthers, a little bit closer than I think many thought. Penrith aren't, yeah, they weren't quite as, as you know, much of the juggernaut as they have been, but again, just comfortable win for them here. Uh, the May Show, Taylor May Show, that is, opened the, try, the scoring with a try, uh, set one up with Tago as well, and a pretty decent move. Uh, May, again, just going from strength to strength, scored 80. He'll yeah, potentially update as well. Tago, 45, another handy one. We've parked him in our side. These two guys should have 100% ownership if they don't already. Uh, obviously, a lot of deleted teams. But again, just guys you need to have in your side the way that they are trending. Hopefully, you do by now. Otherwise, it was a pretty flat scoring game. So some of the other bigger names not going as well. TBJ had 59, uh, three offloads to update. So maybe goes to that 65, 70 mark. But uh, yeah, I thought he might have been a bit busier. Nathan Cleary, 55 points. Great to see as well for prospective owners in future that his price will go south. 24 points from goals. But again, he's just getting his uh, getting his bearings back, I guess you'd say. Uh, with that shoulder concern, you'd imagine in the weeks to come, he starts to look like the Cleary of old. But for now, he's just easing himself back into it. Max King for the dogs, very busy despite minimal minutes. Had a 48. I have to shout out Lakey. I've been feeding him all. All uh, the last two, three weeks for giving me Matt Eisenhuth, selling me that one. He set up a try. How about that? I think I didn't watch the uh, this effort, but seemingly has a, a try assist to his name. So, I don't know, the scorers will probably take it away, and I didn't play him, so it doesn't matter. But uh, how good? I don't have to trade him out urgently. So, thank you, Lakey. I was waiting for that. Uh, yeah, 60-odd from the big Matt Eisenhuth in 40-odd minutes. So, good to see. Billy Kickow, the roller coaster, as we always call it, lives on 38 points from just 80 minutes. Just 80 minutes. Just 38 points from a big 80 minutes. So again, he's a weird one. When he has shorter stints, he seems to score a lot bigger. When he has bigger stints, he scores smaller. So there you go. It's just Billy Kicks. You'll be used to it by now if you own him. Jerome Luai, another one of my buyers, uh, started with 20 points in the you know, one of the early plays of the game. He set up a try for Taylor May with a huge cutout ball. I thought maybe this is the saviour to my week here. Finished with 29. So there you go. Scored nine points after that, including a uh, pretty abysmal... 
attempt to defuse a bomb that led to the dog's opening try. So there you go. Great effort. Thank you very much, Jerome Luai. Minutes-wise, TPJ, 80. A really big stint from him. Good to see for owners. Max King, at 34. So not a huge stint, as we said. And Billy Kickow, we did mention 80 minutes. So a couple of interesting ones there. That brings us to the end of a challenging round, I would say, for me. Looking around, there's a lot of... Yeah, most people that I've seen are scoring higher than a thousand. So I'm I'm almost three hundred points to the arrears of the guys that I always feed, Wenon and Lakey. So if you've done uh you know, you're in the eleven hundreds, safe to say you may be seeing some green arrows. There's a lot of big scores as well, twelve, thirteen hundreds I've seen as well. So in the wash up, a lot of big name guys going pretty well and a lot of guys that I own going pretty shit. But anyway, can't dwell on it. It's a long season and I'm sure we'll be back. Uh, you won't be hearing from me this Tuesday. As I said, I will be in Dolby, so we'll be getting a uh, – it's Palmy Night on Tuesday night. So I said to Lakey he can handle the uh, podcasting affair. So you won't hear my uh, dulcet tones for at least another week. But uh, I think we're getting Alex Christie, the boy wonder, uh, onto the pod this week for his 2022 debut. So there you go. Look forward to that one. Look forward to speaking to you on Sunday night. Hopefully a better week for me and my cows for now. Enjoy the week. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns